Welcome to the Rise Podcast, where inclusivity is our priority. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rise Podcast. My name is Sean English, and I'm the host today for episode six, featuring my guest, Kelsey Macadino. Kelsey, can you wave for me? Hey. <laughs> Uh, today, we are very, very excited to be having this first episode over the summer break, and we're going to be talking about the Paralympic Games um, and more recently, the Paralympic Trials. Uh, now that the teams are set, we're going to be talking about what we're excited for, what to expect, and we're also going to be talking about our guests that we've had on the podcast recently that have made the team, which is very exciting. No pressure, Kelsey, but the last three guests that we've had on the team have made the Paralympics, so what? you've got a lot to live up to. <laughs> Um, so I have Kelsey here today because she is the acting president of RISE, and I can introduce RISE real quickly. Uh, for those of you who don't know, RISE is an organization on Purdue's campus that seeks to enhance the world of accessibility and inclusion through athletics. RISE is an acronym that stands for Reinventing the Interface of Inclusivity, Sports, and Engineering. Now that we have introduced RISE, we can talk a little bit about what we're expecting through the summer. And now that Kelsey has taken over as president, and she was also a, a swimmer on the women's um, Purdue swim team. And she was coached by Evan Austin, who is a former guest of the podcast and um, someone that will be representing Team USA. So we'll talk a lot about that as well. I'm done talking. I talk too much all the time. Kelsey, it's time for you to take over. Tell me about RISE. Tell me what you're excited for this semester. Tell me how the new group and the new team uh, is going to be doing the best they can to take over where we left off. And uh, tell me tell me your short-term and long-term goals, please. Yeah, so I'm extremely excited and honored, really, to be the new president of RISE. I was the vice president last year with Leonie, just doing an incredible job as our president, and she set us up so well. So there's a high bar, but I think we'll do a great job of kind of continuing our our mission and moving rise forward. We have a great team, uh, which includes yourself, Sean, and then our other executive board members of Joanna, Teddy, and Kaylee, and we have our directors all set. So the team is ready. Uh, we're gonna get our general membership going in the fall, but we, uh, we are even working through the summer to make sure that we are ready to go when the fall starts and we can start interacting with uh, members of campus. Um, but really, what we're super focused on right now is the fact that the Paralympics are happening this summer because that's very exciting. I mean, it's you know the biggest stage of sports in the world. So that's huge. And so that is a lot of our focus right now. Um, our social media presence, we're gonna you know give updates leading into the Paralympics and then as they're happening, um, we are hoping to get the actual viewings of the there. Paralympics are being broadcast August 24th through September 5th, which corresponds incredibly with the start of classes um, on campus here at Purdue. So we're hoping to get some viewings outside on Slater Hill um, for all of campus to see, um, because that will just be a great way to kind of spread the Paralympic movement and show people what Paralympic sports are all about. We're also trying to get um, the showings broadcasted on the TVs like in our recreation center because we think that's really important just to make people know like this is happening and this is a really big deal. So that's kind of the immediate immediate focus for uh, setting those, those things up this summer. Um, beyond that, we have been trying to bring wheelchair basketball to campus here, kind of started that that ball in motion in the fall in the spring. 
but we have a great um, vice president who is working with the COREC directly and it's expensive to get those chairs, which we've learned. Um, but we wanna bring adaptive sports to campus in a way that people realize like everyone can play these. And it's, you know, it's not just people that have disabilities. Like you can make a very inclusive community for all people and they're, I mean, super fun. I personally should never play wheelchair basketball because I don't think anyone could ever be worse. You see me try to dribble. Um, I can barely manage a basketball when I have my hands just focusing only on dribbling. And then when I have to also operate a chair, it's a disaster. So I probably might not be <laughs> the best for that. But anyway, that's a long-term goal. We also want to have a big wheelchair or wheel rise event um, as we did as the only set up two years ago. And that's that's very long-term. Uh, whole thing to do Team USA in Canada. So that would be you know, kind of building off of momentum of the Paralympic Games, a type of rematch. Um, there's also two, there's a wheelchair basketball team in West Lafayette called the Spinners. And then I believe there's a new one forming. So even just having um, people viewing those games or having the hosting a game of theirs in our gyms would be awesome. But definitely just bringing um, these adaptive sports to Purdue, making it very, um, just making people realize like, how cool these sports are you know it's just everyone loves sports not everyone loves sports but a lot you know a lot of people get excited about them that there's just more to get excited about that is more inclusive and so we, i think a lot of people can get behind that so that's exciting um additionally we are trying to kind of expand and connect with other campuses um so anyone uh, is hearing this and wants to reach out definitely connect with the rise we have our link tree that has our uh, accounts in our in our email. So um, connect with us. We'd love to get involved with other campuses and kind of spread what we're doing here. Um, and yeah, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. That's, That's kind of awesome. Cool. I love that. And um, like Kelsey has been talking about, uh, I'm also a part of this organization at a higher level. Um, so I help out with making decisions. So I can speak on this a little bit as well. Um, we really want to see rise at any school that wants us. And that's not something that would go through us. We want people to start their own group uh, with, with the RISE logo and the RISE name and anyone that's really passionate about what we're talking about. I wanna, I wanna see other schools kind of take over what we started. And I wanna see Purdue, when, when I'm long gone, I wanna see Purdue keep going because there's always gonna be places to be fixed when it comes to accessibility on campus or just the stigma around the Paralympics or just wheelchairs or disabilities in general. Like 2016, had no idea the Paralympics were a thing. And now I'm now that I'm an amputee of, of four years ago, so in 2017, now that I'm an amputee, I have my, my sights set on watching the Paralympics and supporting these athletes and even being in contact with some of these athletes. And it's it's really, really inspiring. And I'm hoping that we can we can help people do this so when they don't hear about the Paralympics this year they know in 2024 what's going down and and it's, it's really fun NBC announced 1200 hours of unprecedented coverage throughout this whole throughout this whole games and so this is going to be the first year that you get to watch the Paralympics on TV like you do anything else with when it comes to the Olympics so seeing all these amazing stories wearing the red white and blue competing against all these other incredible stories from these other nations, we get to watch that in our own, own living room. So I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I would love to hear kind of your personal experience as well. Like we're both very committed to rise, but I feel like this is pretty new. Like how, how long have you known about the Paralympics? Um, do, you, do you know much about it before we started rise or before uh, we met people like Evan or Shelby? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because, you know, I hate to say this, but yeah, 2016, I, you know, I knew the Paralympics Paralympics existed and that's kind of the extent of what I knew like I wasn't setting aside time in the day to watch them I didn't know what channels to find them on I'm not sure if they were aired they probably I mean I'm they sure they but, you know like I I didn't know any of that and I didn't know the sports that were available um you know adaptive sports compared to what they have at the like normal Olympics and um it's been so cool to learn about the different sports and to hear um and you know, I personally know Evan really pretty well. So his his journey and what it means to him to means to him to represent um, the United States as a Paralympic athlete. And so it is very cool. I watched the Rising Phoenix documentary like three times now. Yeah. I think I mean it's a very cool documentary, but that's kind of where I got a lot of my just basic education of when when it started, why it started, and the story is pretty cool. Uh, there was a man that worked at uh, a hospital serving individuals with disabilities and he you know was like society is not treating these people well like they're you know kind of shipped off here like no one cares about them and that's not right and he and he really recognized like people like sports like people get behind athletes and so if these people can compete in sports like maybe we can give them some respect and you know it's sad that i had to come to that but he was smart and so I think when you think about athletes that compete in the Paralympics, they are competing for more than just their sport. You know, it's like giving people that, and I'm talking as someone that, you know, I'm not a Paralympic athlete. And so I'm, this is just what I've seen and what I've kind of heard. And so it's not the whole story, but there is more to it than just the athletic side. It's like they're representing what people can do and, and um, just kind of how individual individuals with disabilities need to be more respected and and just in our society and there needs to be more of a acceptance and recognition like they can do anything literally they can do anything and no one has to feel bad for them no one has to you know but we have to recognize like it, it, they, they yeah so that's kind of why it means so much to me to watch um i'm super excited this year and yeah yeah i'm i'm very excited too and i i tell my friends and my family all about it and not just because you should, people should be supporting this, but because it's like fun, like watching basketball and like LeBron, like doing 360 windmills, like people like him change the game of the sport of basketball because they're so dominant, but in wheelchair basketball, completely different. There's no LeBrons. There's no, like you have to work as a team and it makes the, the sport so much more entertaining and opposed to LeBron being better than anyone else on the other team. And that's the reason why they win. They're mm -hmm. like, you could have a really good strategy in basketball, but if you don't have the athletes, then it doesn't matter. And wheelchair basketball, it's, it is partially the same thing. Like you need to have the athletes, but it's more of coaching. It's more of um, playing um, hustle and just basketball IQ. And that's why it makes it more fun. And that's just one of the sports. Like we've interviewed Brian Bell former uh winner in rio gold medal winner in rio and he's he's on the team this year and most people in america kind of think oh america's the best out there but winning that gold medal meant so much for the the u.s paralympic team because 
U.S. hasn't won the Paralympics in uh, the gold medal in, in the Paralympics for wheelchair basketball for like 20, 30 years. So us winning in 2016, I don't know if that makes us the favorites going into this, but we're, we're the reigning champs and that makes it really interesting. So if you have any sort of patriotism out there, you should be listening and you should be following. So um, if you want to talk to me a little bit about uh, how the swimming team is going to be lining up, because I know um, you know a little bit about Mr. Evan Austin over there. Um, I'd love to hear about uh, his performance so far in the trials. And I'd love to hear um, just your relationship with them too. Yeah. So, and that's a very good point for us. Like, I mean, you've interviewed now three athletes that are going to the games and heard other stories of athletes that have uh, competed in the past. And so knowing their stories just makes us even more invested because we can kind of connect with them. And so that's, and um, yeah, so that's, that makes me also very excited. But specifically with Evan, um, it's, oh, and the other thing I want to say on that was that the cool thing about Paralympic athletes is that they are so willing to talk to us. Like, I'm not sure if we'd just be able to get LeBron on a call or like, you know, yeah. Michael Phelps, but, um, but there's, you know, their stories are just as amazing or more. So, so to be able to just like have those conversations with them has been so cool. Like just an amazing thing to be a part of. So there's that, <laughs> but um, then yeah, going on to Evan. Uh, so last on Sunday, they showed kind of like the highlights of all the three different trials that had happened, which was track and field, cycling and swimming. So I got to see, and I actually watched Evan swim live, but I watched his race in the 50 meter butterfly and he looked like really good. Like he has an incredible, I mean, I see him practice every day, but I watched that race and I was like, all right, like we are ready to go for Tokyo. Yeah, I watched that too. And I was, I was <laughs> blown away. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, so I've, uh, had the opportunity to be coached by him and then also train alongside him, depending on the day in the session, you would do sometimes he was coaching, sometimes he's in the water, like literally swimming the same set. Um, and he's amazing to be, to swim with and be coached by because he understands like the stroke and just the sport so well, you know, as someone, I swim butterfly mainly, I swam butterfly and that's his main struggle, although he can do it, everything. Um, but and butterfly is driven by the dolphin kick. You know, like you, you drive it with your legs. That's what gets you, you know, going through the water. Like it's, you, everyone sees the arms, but really it's driven by the legs. And Evan does not utilize that. Like he does not have the leg power to, to have that aspect of the stroke. So he is completely upper body driven. Like he has some undulation, but, and that blows, like it blows my mind seriously to watch, to watch him swim. Um, and he, he, he just grips the water so well. And it's, you know, I can, I, I'm a swim nerd, so I can talk about it forever, but I won't do that. But what I'm saying is that he's found a way to make this, like to just excel in this sport in ways that I could never imagine doing. And it's so cool to watch him and just has the attitude that he has towards the sport and life in general, but he's just like loves doing it. And he made me love it when I was swimming. Like, on the days that were hard, he was like this, you know, we're living the dream. Like, this is what we love this. We're here for this. And you can see that, like, just watching my trials, it was like, he was having a lot of fun. And that's cool to see. Like, obviously it means so much to him. Like he's talking on the podcast, how much it would mean, how much it meant to get that gold medal at world championships and how much it would mean to, he's chasing, you know, he's chasing gold in Tokyo. So 
it means it means so much to him but he's able to keep it light and just like really enjoy it and so that's one individual but I'm just like I think I saw that a lot on the swimming side like the athletes seemed very happy to be there mm-hmm. it's you know it had been a long time without a lot of competition um because of COVID and they're back together they're ready to represent Team USA like it just was so cool to watch trials I think that Team USA is in a great spot uh, on the swimming side uh, to go to go into Tokyo. So that was really cool. Yeah, I completely agree. And I don't want us to, to be excited to uh, kind of overshadow um, like the sad realism fact that the Paralympics are just not offered um, anything close to what the Olympics are offered. Uh, if you look at the training facilities, if you look at even the competing for the trials, it's it's nowhere even close. So mm-hmm. we're we're both very very excited because this is a huge step in in this movement, and a huge step in the right direction. But we're still miles away from being remotely close to being even. So uh, we're really excited. We're very very excited, but we're also very driven to mm-hmm. um, not accept this. It's not exactly a slap in the face. Of course, these people are. Are, are in a pool that, that it is good, but it's nowhere near uh, where it should be. So uh, we're excited for the right step in the, in, in the right direction, but we're also waiting for the more steps to come as well. Um, but, but I'm very excited for, the, for Team USA to be um, in the Paralympics. I've seen some amazing athletes uh, in, during the trials. We, we had the opportunity to watch cycling, track and field and swimming, and we just got to see runners like Noelle Lambert, who is on the podcast. And if you want to hear more about her, you're going to have to listen to that podcast, uh, which is on all streaming platforms under Rise Purdue. And you can find it on our social medias and the link in our bio and Twitter and Instagram. That was pretty good. I didn't rehearse that. That was pretty good. Um, Yeah. So if you want to hear more about Noelle, if you want to hear about Brian, you want to hear about Evan, I interviewed them all individually. But if you want to see them in action, Turn on, turn on these games. NBC is going to be covering them. You should be able to stream it on any streaming device. And, and we're all really excited. And also for the, for the, the Olympics as well, but we're, we're more focused on the Paralympics. Um, I just thought of something that wasn't really in our agenda that I would like to talk about. Um, and I, I, I just thought of this. So are, are you familiar with the tennis player? I think it's Naomi Osaka, right? Where she just pulled out of Wimbledon which she won last year, I, I, I believe, because of mental health. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a huge, uh, definitely the Paralympics n- need to be more funded and to be equally funded. But I think the stigma behind um, physical conditions or physical health, as well as mental health, mm-hmm. are both overlooked drastically. And I, I'd love for that to be taken into consideration where people are seeing this, this all-star tennis player probably one of the best in the world right now and will go down to be one of the best in history people are seeing her as weak because she can't because she has decided to to pull out of of the tournament and it's all because of the press and all because of all of that stuff so i would i would love to see in four years where we are when it comes to mental health and also the physical stigma behind disability Uh, because i mean you look at lebron you look at like anyone at the highest level, they're human. And we, we look up to them, but I, w- I would love to see the direction that uh, all these different events are going. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of work for a lot of people with, with the passion to, to get focused on it. 
So sorry for that little tangent, but I would I just wanted to bring that up because we talk a lot about physical things or just on the outside. Um, mm -hmm. But I think a lot of this as well is is um, the emotional too. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I said, you can check out all all of the other podcasts that we've talked about so far. Um, and I had one other thing that I wanted to say, but I will wait because I forgot and I will remember. So I will let you talk about whatever you want to talk about real quickly. Yeah, so I just talked a lot about swimming, obviously, because it's what I did, it's what I know, and I know Evan well. But I also had the opportunity, I'm just being exposed to a lot of adaptive sports for the first time, as you know, I've gotten to more involved with RISE, and, and I'm now watching the trials. And one incredible thing that I saw was guide running, which I had never seen before. Yes. So it's for athletes that are blind that have um, a guide that they run like side by side, step in step, and it was incredible to watch. Like, how does, how do you make that happen? Like, it was, it was insane. And so I'm, I'm very excited to watch that. I don't know if you've, you've seen that, but. Yeah, that is really, really cool. And I, I can't even fathom, I, I'm a former runner myself, but I can't even fathom closing my eyes and running. You have complete trust in this other person that you, you don't even really know like that much about them like they could pull a hamstring and you're just still running but these people have just trained together it's it's really cool to see that type of relationship because you don't really see too much of that uh to begin with and and a, another cool thing that happened recently at the trials um are you familiar with the name hunter woodhall oh yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone is he is a he's the first double amputee to earn a college scholarship he runs mm -hmm. at division one university uh, arkansas and he's actually dating this girl that runs uh, formerly ran at Texas and she qualified for the Olympics for long jump and he qualified for the Paralympics for the 100 200 and I think the 400 too I don't know about the 100 but Hunter is one of the best um, Paralympic runners the world has ever seen and him and his girlfriend are have such a cute relationship and they're both going to Tokyo for their respective sports so I think that's really cool and I think that's something that uh, people should be checking out too so not to give yeah. everyone homework but look <laughs> up hunter woodhall and tara davis watch the rising phoenix documentary and check out the other three podcasts to potentially see if our uh if our guests are going to be taking home the gold so that was the thing i was trying to remember so. okay okay yeah yeah are there any sports that you are particularly excited to watch uh being a runner myself i'd love to see track and field um i've actually like put a lot of thought into like training for to, to try and run or to try and do some sort of sport. So if anyone in the comments, <laughs> most like comment in the description will be the sport I pursue for the rest of my life. How about oh, that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I've been thinking I'm pretty new with this whole MPT stuff. So I've, I've actually thought about getting into running and I was a former um, high school runner that was uh, on, on my way to the next level and running it. Uh, school so I, I, I think that would be pretty cool and something that I could do on myself so definitely running but looking at their times they're they're very fast I don't think I could don't think I could get up there but well, uh, you I could yeah but I've got yeah I don't know well you can't make it sound like it's easy because it's in, I mean it's ridiculous how much how yeah. much work they put into that but um I think you have a lot of potential there <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. If anyone out there is a, is a track trainer um, or knows anyone that could train me, let me know and I'll actually get into it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see, to see running 
and to, to see swimming, of course, to see all of the guests that we've talked about mm-hmm. um, and just sports that I've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to just, I just want to learn. I want to learn as mm-hmm. much as I can. So, and I think that's the same way for you and it's the same way for everyone here, here at Rise, so. For sure. I think, yeah. you know, when you watch the Olympics, it's like, I'll watch any sport that comes on. Like, it's just athletes doing something incredible at such a high level and that's the exact same I mean films are the exact same way like I will watch anything that is on and I'll have it on probably too much yeah. <laughs> in those two weeks but I uh, yeah it'll be it'll be great um yeah I yeah. completely agree I completely agree <laughs> well um I think this is a really good place to wrap it up if there's any final thoughts um I'd love to hear them and I'm really excited uh, myself. I'm really excited to see the Paralympics and there should be a few episodes coming out soon where we talk about it and we cover it some more. So uh, do you have anything else that you want to touch on? Um, yeah, I would just say, obviously echo uh, everything you said, but, and then for Rise in general, um, we are excited to keep going strong this year and really trying to form uh, connections with anyone in the community that might be interested in having us do something for them or collaborating with us. So just, uh, we're, we're new and we're open to new ideas and events. And so we're definitely gonna be throwing our own things out there, but if anyone wants to reach out, like, please do. Yes, I completely agree. And I second that, uh, that statement. So uh, just to reiterate again, what, what we've both talked about, if there's anyone out there at another university that is interest, interested in starting RISE, uh, please reach out to us, we can help. And we'd love to see RISE go national. Uh, if there's any anyone that wants to help us out as an organization, whether it's internal or external, please reach out to us. Um, you can find us on social media at Rise Purdue with two eyes. And um, yeah, we're both and everyone involved here on here on campus. We're both really excited to uh, to see the Paralympics. And we know everyone else. Everyone out there listening it has to be too. Yes. That's we want you guys to check in if it could be something out of your out of your comfort zone but we want to see you guys check in and we want everyone to be cheering on uh evan noel and brian and if you guys want more information on them you can find the podcasts um in the description down below as well so uh, i think that's a great place to leave it let's um everyone have a safe holiday coming up with july 4th we're recording this at the end of june uh, have everyone have a safe holiday coming up and a, and a safe summer and um, let's let's watch the Paralympics. Let's cheer everyone up. Thank you. Thanks, Sean.